A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps to detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And original. Hello and welcome to Web Crawlers, the podcast where I do a deep dive into the weirdest, strangest, and most mysterious corners of the internet. I'm Allie Siegel. And I'm Melissa Stettin. And who are our patrons for today? We've got Lauren and Amy. Welcome to the team. We are so excited to have you here. We are continuing Food Scam March, our string of episode on food scams. And I am going to give you a buffet of information (laughs) on... Boo. (laughs) (laughs) Too soon? On... Food scams, food spokespeople, and where are they now? Well, we know where Jared Fogel is. We unfortunately know where he is in the slammer and the origin of some of your favorite chain restaurants. Let's get Get into into it. it. Also, speaking of which, I tried to eat at Outback Steakhouse last night, and there was a 45-minute wait. Where is that in Burbank? Yeah, in Burbank. 45 minutes? Yeah, because I saw John Wick at the Burbank Town Center, and then um, oh. we tried, We were like, let's go to Outback Steakhouse. That'll be kind of fun. And there was a 45-minute wait. On a, oh, I guess it is Saturday night. Yeah, and there is an Olive Garden adjacent, which had an even longer wait. Oh, my God. Crazy, Chain right? Chain are alive and well in Burbank. Alive and well, which I wow. feel like Burbank is the demographic for that. Yeah. Anyways, first, let's get into fast food spokespeople, rumors, where are they now? Remember the Snapple lady from the 90s? How could I forget? Yes. Wendy Kaufman. Do you remember this rumor that she was a cokehead? I do remember this. This was the 90s, right? I think it was the 90s. So that would be, I feel like I might have been in high school. When Wendy Kaufman was a big thing. 
Roseanne and Rosie O'Donnell were a thing. Yeah, it was the 90s. It was the 90s. Crazy time. Yeah. Snapple was huge. And I remember hearing like, oh, she, she stopped being the Snapple lady because she was addicted to cocaine. I remember that too. And then I remember thinking, okay, it's probably an urban legend or some sort of rumor. No, there is actually truth to it. However, damn, she was addicted to uh, that sweet yay, that yay yo, prior to becoming the Snapple lady. Oh, really? Yes, I think she got off the cocaine, like to become the Snapple lady. Oh no way! Yes, she doesn't talk about it in depth, but I would assume that she got all that Snapple money then was and then like, right and afford cocaine I'm yeah. surprised she didn't relapse into in after getting all that yeah. Snapple cash but okay let's Snapple cash that Snapple cash <laughs> let's let's get into it at the time of the first ad campaign she actually worked at Snapple headquarters in Long Island oh yeah I don't know if it was like bottling I don't think it was at uh, maybe it was way to the top yeah it was advertising or marketing I'm not really sure which and Snapple would get tons of fan mail because I don't know if you remember at this time, Snapple was like the only drink people would drink. Yeah, it had the, the, the facts on the cap. And we'll get into that, too. Um, I remember the it was like the P, the diet peach iced tea. Diet peach iced tea. Yes. Yes. Was the the thing. Why was that so good? I don't know. But they would apparently get tons of fan mail and also mail about the Snapple facts and oh. I guess no one would really answer to the the fan mail because who's they don't have like a fan mail yeah. person. And Wendy, who worked at Snapple, decided to actually take the time and read all the fan mail and write people back. She would even call wow. people back and talk to them about Snapple. And that's crazy. Yes, the ad agency who Snapple had at the time, they were called Kirschenbaum and Bond, was like, you know what? With the success of Subway and Jared, (laughs) it would be (laughs) awkward. (laughs) It would be interesting. You know, there's this lady at Snapple who's answering all the fan mail. That's such a good origin story. We should have her be the face of Snapple. Mm -hmm. And also, this is like such a weird backhanded compliment, but in the Wikipedia, it says... Oprah and Roseanne were huge at the time, and they were like heavyset women. And oh. <laughs> it was like heavyset women at the time were very popular. So, oh, so God. Wendy would cool, be popular thanks. too. Yeah, uh, sure. <laughs> it okay, gets me sure. a job, but mm, sure. weird. So she got the job as the Snapple lady. Wow. Yeah. And then, so I guess she had a cocaine problem before. And then quit it and then was a Snapple lady. And then they changed their marketing years later. And I didn't know this, but she was on Celebrity Fit Club twice. Oh, wow. I, you know, I never watched Celebrity Fit Club. Me either. But apparently, twice. yes. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently, um, she, she says she switched her drug addiction for a food addiction. Oh, yes. And it happens. Yeah. So she says, this is a, a interview with WKYC. She said, I started to do cocaine in 1980. Listen Damn. to this. 
by 1989, I could press my cheek and blood would come out my nose. Huh? (laughs) Oh, I guess because your nose, like... Yeah. Her sinus passages, I guess, were so destroyed. She said... Whoa. Yeah. She said, I was so sick that it really did bring me to my knees. I said to God on my knees, hysterical and crying, either kill me or please help me get well. I cannot live like this for one second longer. After becoming the Snapple Lady in 1991... Kaufman kicked her habit for good. Wow. The addiction was great because, in a way, it made me really look at myself and reevaluate everything. And she was the se- she was the Snapple lady for 17 years. Are you serious? Yes. Yeah, I guess it's been that long. Wow. I know. And she said that her addiction changed to food. So I guess she used that Snapple cash for food. Yeah. And she went on Celebrity Fit Club twice. So what? what's she, is she still around? What's she up to? Yeah, she's 64. Yeah, this article was from 2021. Yeah, she's still, she's still kicking around. There's some, she has an instant, she has some Instagram. She has an Instagram. Yeah. Wendy Kaufman 11. Oh, today Kaufman is working on launching her own clothing company. Okay, Wendy. Okay. Good for you. Her fame led her to make appearances in Vegas Vacation, Enough Already, and Funny Valentine. I bet. I wonder if she, if she was 17 years a spokesperson, I bet she has mad cash. From yeah. That. She, she's on the board of Little Hill Alina Lodge, an ad- addiction treatment center in New York, New Jersey. New Jersey. I would love, let's go on her Instagram. That's she sounds like she's doing well. I would love to look at her clothing line. Let's see. Wendy Kaufman. <laughs> I would love to look at her clothing. <laughs> I would love to. I got to get in her closet. I would love to see what she's wearing right now. She was on an episode of Oprah, Where Are They Now in 2016. Is that her husband in the picture? I don't. It doesn't. I would son? be surprised. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. It, no, it says her dear friend. Oh, John Williams. Oh. Isn't that the psychic? No, that's John no. Edwards. <laughs> They're at the AMC Empire 25. I wonder what they saw. Oh. On M- on April John 17th, Wick. 2019. That's my birthday. What? Really? That's April crazy. 17th. <laughs> That's the last time she posted is on the Melissa's birthday. the last time birthday. she was seen. <laughs> yeah, on Melissa's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's um, the Snapple lady. That sounds like a, a positive yes. story for a spokesperson. 17 years, you get your money, you stop drugs. Yes, and now, you know, you work at Addiction Treatment Center, yeah. life is good, things are much better. So that's an uplifting story. That's an uplifting Everything story. Everything else is not so much. Jared from Subway. <laughs> Detour to oh. Jared from Subway. There's a new documentary of, about him that is... Oh my God, it is horrifying. Dark, 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 dark. Way dark, worse, dark. Way worse than I remember being like released yes. to the press at the time. Yeah, and I didn't know that the the lady who's in it, who like recorded all their conversations, yeah. I didn't know that she did that. Oh, me either. I had no idea. So yeah, I mean, this could be an episode in and of itself. So I don't want to <laughs> get it in too much depth. But he was soliciting underage sex worker but by the way he was married at the time and speaking Mm -hmm. at elementary schools and he was uh soliciting underage sex workers he was having 
I don't even know if you would call it maybe like an emotional affair with a adult woman who then proceeded to record their conversations. Yeah. And he would talk to her about wanting to engage in sex with minors, yeah. wanting to have threesomes w- with her with minors. Um, Ugh. Asked for her to record her young children That's getting undressed and up. stuff. It was, it's disgusting the extent. And she went to the FBI. Yes. And it took her a while because, you know, Jared yeah. had this like saccharine, sweet reputation. And uh, who was it? His manager or representation also went to jail for child pornography and bestiality. The guy who ran his charity. Yeah. Oh, yes. The guy who ran his charity. Yeah. Like they were sharing yes. photos back and like he went, he got busted first. And that's how they found Jared. Yes. They were going through his hard drives. And bestiality <clears throat> as well. <clears throat> it, it was like horse stuff. I mean, it was the <laughs> hot horse, the horse stuff, hot horse, hot horse. It was the extent that I mean, you have to watch the documentary because I mean, don't watch it if you get triggered by this kind of stuff. Yeah. But the ex- but it's crazy. I had no idea the extent no. to which it went. and like he. I guess people were had warned, like called the FBI, called the police about this multiple times and they just ignored it. Yeah, it's crazy. And then this lady brought all this info to the FBI and they're like, okay, well, now you're an informant for us. Right. And also they were like, and by the way, it's illegal to tape people. Like yeah. That's what at first they were mad about. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, ah, okay, what do you I don't want know me to what do? to do. Yeah, it's so crazy um but watch that documentary maybe we'll do an episode on it too but it's just so dark that it's almost like i don't want to give it any uh, no and he's in i think he's in jail for light what is he in jail you know actually i was just looking this up because i was curious i think he gets out oh it's not life i i don't think jesus it was 15 years and eight months and then a lifetime of supervised release. But he went to jail in, let's see, what year was it? Was it 20, ni- or 2015? So he could be released uh, 2030? Yeah, that's so Seven scary. Seven years? That's terrifying. Like, I don't understand why he's not in there for life. I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I think that they've proven that there is literally literally no rehabilitation for uh, pedophilia. Isn't there this, like, pedophile there park? Documentary? Pedophile park. Yes. Yeah. Pedophile park. Was it in Florida? Yeah, it's this park where only, like, pedophili- pedophiliac sex offenders live. Yeah. I Google that. That's, that's dark. Yeah. Pervert I, park. Oh, my God. I know. I don't want to. Uh. Uh. I mean, what a bummer. What a bummer that your brain is wired like that. Oh, uh, can you imagine? Um, uh, that's kind of like where I get compassion because like I, I can't imagine that being a choice. Like to have your right. brain, like have that compulsion has to be yeah. so horrible. Um, I guess it's like if you are, if you do have that, it's your responsibility to, to not like, act seek on it. Help. Yeah, yeah. Seek help and not act on it. That's obviously yeah. like where the distinction is. You can is. control that. Yes. Um, inside pervert park is this, oh, I guess it's pervert park. Is this the creepiest pervert place in the park. world? Where do you live? I'm in a pervert, pervert park. park. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, like, is that like your mailing address? Um, it's called 
I guess the real name is Palace Mobile Home Park in St. Petersburg, Florida. And it's a mobile home park. And it's home to an entire community of registered sex offenders. Oh, no. I mean, yeah, community. (laughs) Yeah. It's become a safe haven for the convicted offenders and could even provide the rest of the world with an answer to controlling child sex offenders. I guess you just... I mean, I guess wrangle them all up in one place. I mean, that seems... Sure. It's just... I'm not trying to go near there. Um, this is not a food person, but you, Melissa, you had mentioned in the chat the oh, other day. Right. And I was like, yeah, you're right. What is he up to? <laughs> the sham wow guy. Yeah. And he really got into it. Also, the title of this article is insane because it makes you realize that 2009 was such a different time than it is now. The title of this Gawker article is Shamwell Guy Beats Up Cannibal Hooker. Oh. Obviously not a PC no. <laughs> title now, but I guess that the ShamWow guy had hired a sex worker. It says, uh-huh. sh- well, wow. The ShamWow guy's name is Vince Shlomi. <laughs> so, Vince Shlomi? But I'm going to just call him ShamWow guy. So ShamWow guy meets Sasha Harris at a Miami club. They go back to his hotel she propositions him for sex. He pays her a thousand bucks in cash. He kisses her. She but bit his tongue and would not let go. I guess he punched her in the face repeatedly oh. until she let go. Then he ran to the hotel lobby and they both got arrested. But she bit his tongue and they're saying she's a cannibal. Yeah, I mean that's was not she trying to was she trying to eat? him i would think he must have been doing something weird and then she was trying <laughs> i mean that doesn't i i my, i mean my my gut reaction is he was probably trying to be aggressive with her and she bit his tongue yeah, to try to hurt him like. to get away anyways it says Gawker. that he's quote unquote rehabilitated now he's still alive yeah, he's still alive. Oh, yeah, he's cleaned up his act. He says now he only has the occasional glass of wine. Okay. He and his girlfriend went to Switzerland for three three weeks. How lovely. <laughs> yeah, so he's... How wonderful. Another. Just another like the Snapple story. lady, another success story. <laughs> then um, I was thinking about Ronald McDonald. Oh, yeah. Who, who the fuck is Ronald McDonald? Why who is this guy? Why is the face of McDonald's a clown? That's a good question. Why does a redheaded clown, what does that have to do with eating hamburgers? And aren't a lot of people afraid of clowns? Yeah. So I wanted to know where this spokesperson came from. Apparently, Ronald McDonald was inspired by Bozo the Clown. Oh, yeah. Here's the interesting connection. I guess at the time, this ad exec named Barry Klein worked on the Bozo show and also worked on at the local McDonald's franchise at the same time. And the McDonald's franchise would run their commercials during the Bozo the Clown show. Love that show. Yes. And and David Arquette, I think, is uh has bought the rights to Bozo the Clown and is doing some sort of movie or TV show oh. or something like that. Yeah. 
And so Bozo the Clown was canceled in 1963. Because he tweeted some... Because he milkshake ducked. (laughs) But, um, (laughs) But the McDonald's commercials during the Bozo the Clown slot always did amazingly. Oh. Right. So Barry Klein was like, maybe McDonald's should create their own clown. And maybe there's some sort of correlation. So the guy who played Bozo, Willard Scott, created Ronald McDonald for McDonald's. No way. Yes. I guess the original Ronald McDonald, it says his nose was a McDonald's cup. His hat was a food tray holding a fake burger, a bag of fries, and a milkshake. He could even pull hamburgers from his belt. And his original name was Ronald McDonald, the hamburger happy clown. Wow. Yeah, because he is very bozo-like. Yes, yes. But in 2016, McDonald's apparently retired Ronald after all those creepy clown sightings. Oh, yeah. Wait, so Ronald McDonald hasn't been around since 2016? I guess. Maybe in just the commercials. Because I still see him, I think, at... I mean, I do I? Know. I haven't been inside a McDonald's. Know. and That's a good question. Yeah, yeah if, I guess he's not around anymore. If you Weird. know, if you've been, I because I mean, I'm thinking about it. I've only ever gone through the drive-thru. If you've yeah, been I inside don't... a McDonald's and seen, I don't know, a statue? Like, I don't, <laughs> what would it be? <laughs> um, oh, he, he has made fewer appearances since, since 2016. However, he continues to appear at live events and on social media. Okay, so they've, they rolled it back. They rolled yeah, it back, they, but he's still around yeah, and yeah, kicking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's take a quick break for announcements. Webcrawlers has a Patreon to get access to bonus episodes, shoutouts, merch discounts, video of how cool my eyeliner is today. It looks really good. I am wearing bright blue, like liquid pastel eyeliner. Very it's euphoria. It's very, very 1997. Fun look. Yes, it's a fun look. And if you want to see it, join the Patreon. You can donate as little as $2 a month to become one of our bimbo patrons and just support women in the arts. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you give us a five star review, we will shout you out. Also, I'm going to post today a little contest. Oh, where y- you can win a jacket that I've worn once. Uh, if you post so a review, it smells like you. Oh, it's it reeks of me. It doesn't. Sm- it reeks. Um, reeks. <laughs> you'll find out about that later if you follow us on Instagram. Also, Erios has a hotline. Insert jingle here. Six two six six zero four six two six two. Erios. Please continue to call us and answer our prompts, or just call about whatever you want. Honestly, just call us. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Now back to our program. Now here's something that Melissa and Maria and I are so interested and invested in. And Maria's boyfriend, Craig, knows a lot about it too. So we're going to try to do another episode about this in its entirety and also interview someone from this place. And I actually think we learned about it from someone calling in. We have discussed this. Yes. Briefly. Hamburger University. (laughs) And this is a McDonald's college. I mean, I don't even know what you would describe it as, but it's a place where McDonald's employees can go to school to learn to become managers or franchisees and... (laughs) Apparently, it's really hard to get into. I mean, there's a reason McDonald's is like the most successful franchise. Yeah, don't fuck around. McDonald's University is more difficult to get into than Harvard. And staff members at who attend this school can graduate with a very unique degree in hamburgerology. Now, do you is that so you can open your own franchise or like manage a McDonald's? says, organizational culture hub, introducing a continuous education process for the value chain and transforming knowledge into actual business results. I wonder if you could apply what you learn at Hamburger University to other restaurants. I'm sure you, to open your own place. Um, oh, 40% of McDonald's global leadership has attended Hamburger University. So almost half of like managers and owners have attended this university. Students students at the university k- take courses about restaurant operations, leadership skills, customer service, operations, procedures, and more. General managers are brought into McDonald's University to partake in role-playing scenarios, have oh, meetings, hot. and take courses <laughs> that will teach them skills. Oh my God, I would love to watch McDonald's role-play. <laughs> wow. Oh, my God. That's crazy. I wonder if any other... I don't think any other restaurant... Taco Bell University? There there ain't no Taco Bell University, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I would love, love, love to... I mean, we have to get... have to get someone who's gone to Hamburger University or has taught there or something, or someone from McDonald's. Where is it? Is it in Chicago? I think so. Yeah, it's in Chicago. Says they can. Well, that's why Craig knows about it. Yeah, they can take classes related to shift management, guest services, general management. Oh, it's free, free to McDonald's employees. I guess. Yeah, I guess if you're an employee and you want to like become a manager, an owner, they 
Educate. There's over 275,000 people have graduated with a degree in hamburgerology. As, and 5,000 people attend each year. There's an acceptance rate of 1%. What? <laughs> I mean, I guess it's probably not that big. This is insane. Yeah, I guess if you're, you would ha- you have to be a current employee. Yeah, if you've gone to Hamburger University, <laughs> you've got to hit us up. You gotta. I don't even see, like, I tried to search for a website, and, like, I feel like they don't even have a website. Hmm. Wait, according to its website, McDonald's <laughs> 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 University's mission. Okay, well, then try to find oh, the no, website. Wait. I McDonald's dare you. McDonald'sUniversity.com cannot find server? Yeah, I dare you to try to find it. Uh-oh. Does it still exist? <gasps> McDonald'sUniversity.com. It's not. Why isn't it loading? Exactly. McDonald's University website. What in the world? Okay, well, now I'm on the McDonald's website. And there's a... Oh, wait. Oh, no. It goes to the McDonald's. This is training and education. Yeah. Oh, there's numerous campuses. Wow. Oh, Chicago, Hong Kong, Sydney. <laughs> there's one in Hamburg. Hamburg. <laughs> Oh my god, there's one in Dubai. I would love to go to the Hamburger University Dubai. China, Singapore. This website is janky though. Like Yeah, who made this? This is like what is this? Um Dippin' Dots? GeoCities. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, somebody at Hamburger University needs to redo the McDonald's website. I wonder like what the courses are, how long it takes. Well, that's why we need to talk to someone who's been to Hamburg University. Oh, there is a cost for it, but I wonder if that's, if you're an employee, if it's free. It ranges from 1000 to 7000 depending on qualification, with a median cost of $3,000. What? It said on but the when asked how they free. paid for their training, most reviewers responded, my company paid for training. Compa- company meaning McDonald's, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that doesn't really It has, wow, five stars, 15 reviews. Oh my God, I wonder if there's like a rate my professor for Hamburger University. <laughs> the Hamburglar. <laughs> yeah. One star, always stealing, stealing. our hamburgers. <laughs> Ronald McDonald, two stars. Kind of creepy. Yeah. A little sexual. What's the, what's the purple guy? Grimace. Grimace. Oh my God, that's so funny. Very lazy. Grimace is very lazy. We need to... Please call. Please, please. Somebody. Yeah. You got to know somebody that has been there. More. Re- okay. We'll move on to more restaurants. Did you know that Bubba Gump's restaurant is responsible for the career of Chris Pine? That sounds like a f- an AI generated sentence. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, no, I didn't. Okay. Well. <laughs> what if I was like, yeah, I did know that. Yeah, of course yeah, I did. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, let me let me tell you more about that. I, I found this out when I actually dined at a Bubba Gump's in Monterey, California, which I think is the first Bubba Gump's. And I was like, I need to understand this place more. There's one at City Walk, right? Yes. Universal. Because I'm so confused about how a, re- how a restaurant and a, a specific part of a movie are correlated. Like... I I was confused. Like, did Par- right. did Paramount open these 
are which these, came first? Yeah, are these Forrest Gump or, or Bubba, Gr- or or Bubba, Bubba Gump? Yeah, like did is this a Paramount chain of restaurants? Because that doesn't really make yeah. sense. And then why aren't there other Paramount restaurants? Why Bubba Gumps? And so I decided to Google it. So in 1995, this entrepreneur named Anthony Zolezzi bought the rights to the name Bubba Gump Shrimp oh. Company from Paramount Pictures because his seafood company meridian products was in a lot of financial trouble and he thought that if he renamed it bubba gum shrimp company that it would start doing better it's a good idea yes but also like i couldn't find how much he bought it for oh god it's got to be like in the millions right i can't even imagine how much did anthony zalezi buy bubba gum you know i know the president of Paramount Pictures. Well, then. I might have to ask. <laughs> it says undisclosed amount. <laughs> I mean, that's got to be. See if your friend will. Millions, right? I I would I would think uh, tens of it's millions. It's like branding are... a restaurant, like Forrest Gump restaurant. Like, that's. Because I can't. I, yeah, I, I, there's. Yeah, it seems crazy. So. They started selling, I guess, like literal bubblegum shrimp in markets. And then he was approached by a friend who owned restaurant, who owned the Rusty Pelican restaurant chain. Oh. Who said, hey, why don't we rename these bubblegum shrimp company, the restaurant? And the first restaurant was in Monterey in 1996, the one I dined at. Yeah. And... They started franchising on an international scale because it did so well. Wow. And here's how it ties. Here's how Chris Pratt ties into Bubba Gump's shrimp company. Chris Pratt or Chris Pine? Chris Pratt. Did I say Chris Pine in the beginning? You said Chris Pine. Fuck. Let me redo that sentence. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Did you know that Bubba Gump's restaurant is responsible for the career of Chris Pine? Insert that. Pratt. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's try again. <laughs> Did you know that Bubba Gump's restaurant is responsible for the career of Chris Pratt? No, I did not know that, Allie. So here <laughs> is how Chris Pratt is related to Bubba Gump's shrimp company. So I guess Chris Pratt, when he was 19 years old, was a waiter at Bubba Gump Shrimp Company in Maui, Hawaii. Is that where he's from? I don't know. That would be insane. No, he's from Virginia. So like, I wonder why he was in Hawaii. Wait, Virginia, Minnesota? (laughs) This origin story of Chris Pratt's insane. Virginia is a city in St. Louis County, Minnesota. You can't have... (laughs) That's too much. You can't have three different... That's... No, 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 no. This is, there's no that's i'm just starting stop. to think that chris pratt was made by the government <laughs> because this is too Look, much false information yeah he's from virginia which is in st louis <laughs> county which is in minnesota and uh-uh. he, he was discovered at a bubba gumps in maui <laughs> yeah this is Hawaii. not <laughs> this is not right so i guess he waited at the on the table of actress director ray don chong who starred in Chris Pratt's favorite movie, Commando, from nineteen from nineteen eighty five? 
Oh. And she offered Chris Pratt a role in a short movie she was directing. Oh, okay. And then his career, I guess, excelled from there. I used to date someone who was his old roommate. Any any stories? No. Okay, good talk. <laughs> um, so that's... <laughs> I think we got our audio clip for the episode. Um, so that is the story of Bubba Gums. Also, uh, Bubba Gums is a- apparently horrible to their employees. Oh, no. Yeah. So in 2013, a Bubba Gump employee claimed that they have a social media policy in the handbook that says employees aren't allowed to discuss their jobs online. Okay. Which seems weird. Like, I guess they're not allowed to. Sure talk or like i mean maybe that just means yeah maybe that's what it is maybe they're just not allowed to talk shit about their job i guess that's not that weird anyways uh erios and maria suck (laughs) i Um, (laughs) I tweet about erios all the time fuck Fuck erios uh (laughs) next the wendy's girl you know that girl they're they're oh yeah logo icon that red-headed girl with braids yeah 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 I i was always like who is that woman it's a real person. It's the it's the daughter of American businessman Dave Thomas, who's the founder of Wendy's. Oh, and yeah. they used her as the mascot, uh, Melinda Lou Wendy Thomas. <laughs> and she's just like, if you look up her, look up Wendy Thomas. <laughs> Wendy Thomas. Google. Okay, but first look at you have to look oh. at her baby picture. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll post it what a i mean she it's it's a funny it's but a that's funny what picture. it's modeled after so it's modeled there's a there's a photograph of wendy as a child she's redheaded in pigtails i a striped blue shirt not it's a funny it's a funny photo it's a funny photo and um Maybe not the most flattering childhood photo that they could have yeah. chosen. And then I guess they modeled the out of, you know, you'll see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Outback Steakhouse has nothing to do with Australia. It's not it's not opened by Australians. The only it reason doesn't? the only reason it's called Outback is because it was opened when Crocodile Dundee was a really famous movie. And so they wanted to do something oh. associated with Australia because they thought it would do well. Well, it worked. <laughs> yes. Also, <laughs> the Arby's mascot, which I did not know, is a oven mitt voiced by Tom Arnold. Mm, no. What? Yes. It's not a big hat? Well, I think it is. <laughs> I think it is a big hat. But Arby maybe it's also oven mitt. Maybe it's also an oven mitt. Why have I never seen the Arby's seen oven mitt in my life? I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen the Arby's oven mitt either. Whoa. What? That's so weird. I don't I don't remember this. Yeah, I don't remember the Arby's Arby's oven mitt either. Huh, in 2003. I mean, I can't imagine the oven mitt did very well, so maybe they No, I don't yeah, no. Oh, why Arby's oven mitt mascot was a total flop. Oh, what why was it a flop? This is on Mashed. A oh wait, two thousand three. Uh, it cost them eighty five million dollars to advertise. Oh my God. 
Uh, it was singing Volaire, doing push-ups and sit-ups to prepare for a new sandwich. That's just some bad advertising. Oh, it was similar to the Hamburger Helper mascot. I was going to say, because I thought the oven mitt was Hamburger Helper. Yeah. It only lasted a year. Yeah, you can't, you can't have that. Yeah, that's, that's too similar. Hamburger Helper. Yeah, that's crazy. A few, a few scandals as we're coming to a close that you might remember. Do you remember when that person got uh third degree burns from mcdonald's coffee yes did you watch the documentary about that no there's a documentary about that oh yes and i am fully on the side of the lady who got burned oh 100 percent. yeah i that yeah it was it was the coffee was uh 190 it degrees was way yeah. too hot i remember everyone like blamed the lady did they like oh she spilled coffee on her legs or whatever and then you see the photos it is crazy what's the documentary when i first heard about it i was like dumb dumb lady spilling coffee on her but like and then they tried to like cover it up and they tried to pay her off like they fucked up this is like an episode in and of itself yes maybe that should be our next episode yeah it's called hot coffee oh we gotta watch that yeah i remember i i was on the on the side of the woman from day one, because I've, if you, they, they, it's not as hot now after that whole lawsuit, but I yeah. remember it being so hot in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, last but not least, I don't even know how I got to this point, but I Googled, um, and we're going to get a lot of bad, bad reviews for this last part, Uh-oh. but I Googled which chains, what, what famous, restaurant chains where most of their donations go oh boy you don't want to know i know and you don't want to i guess not surprisingly most chains are republican except for chipotle well yeah you're saying a lot of billionaires care more about their money than they do i know big surprise and starbucks so okay so the starbucks is mostly democrat yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So Good here's the them. breakdown. Um, this is from Vox Media. So Applebee's uh, donates ninety six percent. Applebee's and I IHOP ninety six percent of their donate of their campaign donations are to Republicans. That's cool. Outback Steakhouse ninety three percent. Oh, Chick fil A ninety three percent. Yeah, we knew that. Yeah, Wendy's ninety one percent. That makes sense. White Castle, 91%. White Castle, come on. I know. Okay, this is sad. Taco Bell, KFC, Pizza Hut, 90%. Uh, I know that was a punch to the gut. Uh, (laughs) Chili's, and I'm not talking about the Taco Bell meat. Chili's, 89%. (laughs) Dairy Queen, 72. Panera, 67. McDonald's, 63. You're on thin ice, McDonald's. Yeah, so now we're getting about 50-50. Um, okay. Olive Garden, 60%. Duncan, 52 So now we're getting like 50-50, and I can accept that. Uh, and then Chipotle, 100% Democratic. Wow. Yeah. Um, and Starbucks, which is surprising since guac is extra. And Starbucks, uh, 83% Democratic. Interesting. Good to know. Yeah, not like that's going to – I mean, I'm, I, I, can't, I can't care about everything, I'm still going to eat 
I mean, there's a lot of stuff to remember and care about. Yes. Unless they're like openly and publicly. Yeah. Saying horrible things. I still I think I'm still going to have Taco Bell sometimes. Yeah, it's delicious. I'm sorry. I'll pass on Chick-fil-A. But I don't. Yeah, I don't like Chick-fil-A. Yeah, like IHOP. Maybe sometimes I'll have a pancake. I'm sorry. But yeah, once every 10 years. Yeah, but star- I'm happy about Starbucks. That's probably where I get. Yeah, I like a Starbucks. Yeah, so I mean, great. Um, there you seem to be on the right side of history. Um, <laughs> anyways, if people have no information about Hamburger University, if you have any weird food stories, scams, spokespeople stuff, Melissa, uh, call in. Mm-hmm. That can be your prompt for today. Yeah. But Melissa, where can people reach us? You can email us at webcrawlerspod at gmail.com or call us 626-604-6262. All right. Well, I am Allie, Chris Chris Pine, Chris Pat, Chris Poo Poo Pratt. (laughs) I'm Allie, Chris Siegel. I'm Melissa, the Hamburglar Study. And that's all, folks. Bye. An Elio's original. Powered by ACAST. 